Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is James McParlane. He's a keynote speaker, executive coach, leadership expert, and author of many, many books, including Unopened Gifts. James, welcome to our show today. Christopher, the pleasure's mine. I could listen to you introduce me all day. <laughs> so let's talk about these unopened gifts because that word gifts, I mean, as, as you know, you are on this gifters podcast and I always say our story, your story, my story, James is gift to the world. So tell us about this unopened gifts book that you have. Yeah, listen, very happy to appreciate the chance to introduce it. As you and I spoke, I am an Irish Catholic kid from Brooklyn, New York. We have that sort of in common, say that our background and you know, like I grew up in one of these, um, if I say Irish and Catholic, you know that we're, I know. Yeah, exactly. you know, a little bit about me already, right? We yeah. raised a, a high quota for alcohol and guilt. Uh, in the environment I was in, right, while there's a lot of joviality around the, that type of environment, there was a lot of damage in that environment. Alcoholism is a, a pretty potent, um, I don't want to say, cause of death, cause of uh, interference, cause of chaos. Certainly that was my experience. The uh, journey of that, Christopher, uh, had me grow up in an environment where I was taught and told, which is probably one and the same. I was a mistake, shouldn't have been born, have nothing to say. And that was reinforced in, let's just say, fairly unhealthy ways. What I learned over the journey of time is that the gift was I was supposed to understand the inversion of that. That my mom and my dad, the environment I was in, the teachers that surrounded me had a lesson for me that I didn't get uh, out of the gate. The evolution of that was to understand, no, I actually had something to say. The gift I had been given was to help people find their voice. What I needed was the courage to use it, not worry about what other people thought about it. And if I used it in a way to help and make a difference for other people, then it would grow. So my experience around up on unopened gifts is I'm frequently um, in environments similar to my own, whereby which I'm with folks who perhaps have something else they want to get to, something else they want to reach inside and pull out, something they want to accomplish. And yet, understandably, many of us get caught up, right? Houses, cars, payments, families. Um, and that little kid we were at one time who wanted to be Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, an astronaut, um, we lose some of that uh, quest for genius inside of our gifts. So Unopened Gifts is an encouragement for people to reach inside and find their own. And my objective is to use my voice to help people do that. And that's great, James. What you share with me relative to the gifts reminds me of, I, I created this homeless youth program at the largest shelter in LA. And you know, all these kids that are there, these teenagers, I mean, a lot of them have never really had encouragement. And I would always tell them, we actually start off the class every single week on Mondays, where we say, you know, we applaud you for who you are, not what you've done in the past, what you will do in the future, it's just who you are. Because if everyone saw them as you see your clients, James, as, as people who have gifts, we live in a much better world because most of the time, I mean, what do you think are, is, is, um, are some of the challenges that, that some of your clients work through that you're able to help them with? Christopher, my learning has been, and certainly this is the abbreviated version of the story, is I think there's an underlying question we all have that would even be resonant in this conversation we're having today. So the unspoken question that I'm asking you that you can't hear from me is, uh, do you see me? Am I valuable? Uh, am I okay? Am I good enough? 
and we tend to look, my experience has been, and certainly this, if only me speaking about myself, look to outside sources to validate or answer that question. The challenge with that is that I'm always looking outside for validation. And so what I uh, find a commonality uh, in the work I do is that underlying question exists in my view and my experience with all of us. And yet the only way I can see it is if I possess it. If I possess it, I can see it. If I don't possess it, I couldn't see it. Uh, so it probably reinforces the need I have in terms of executing my life assignment and helping people push past that to use their gift. Well, that's great. Now, you work primarily with executives. So like if you're talking to these executives, I mean, I, I work with executives as well. And sometimes you have those that are very open to feedback and dialogue. And some of them, they got to where they are because of their, their obstinance or some level of uh, insistence on how they think, right? So how do you feel that you're able to, to really understand where they're going through? Because if there are these executives and it's different from, let's say, an employee that might have a job, an executive might have a thousand employees, right? So the, this pressure and the stress is, is amplified by, by many folds. So how do you feel that you're able to reach some of these individuals who have such a, a massive responsibility? Yeah, Christopher, look, I learned the hard way, uh, the distinction between what a person wants and what they need. And ultimately, my uh, understanding of how best to approach individuals is to meet them at the area of what they want and develop a level of trust so that perhaps we can move on to what they need. And I don't think we can bounce things off of ourselves. And it's often the story that we tell ourselves that creates the sort of the movie set that we step onto each and every day. That's probably been, you know, if I give you a visual, one effective way to do it, most importantly, and perhaps great lessons are learned from the setbacks. I no longer attempt to paint that picture or step into that arena with somebody who doesn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, in that it's hard enough if somebody wants to do it, but if they don't want to do it, it's impossible. And so you're right, it ranges from executives, CEOs. We also work with professional athletes. Uh, the um, theme of our work is professional growth through personal development. And someone would have to have an appetite or a willingness to want to, to at least explore the discussion. If someone who is successful believes they've cracked the code already, who am I to teach them? I just give them a hug, high five and say, good on you, dude. It's okay. There's other people. Yeah. I was just going to talk to you about that, about personal, professional growth through personal development. What are some things that you feel are, are so important to develop as a, as a leader? Yeah. So I can give you my, uh, learning perhaps like anything we do, right? It's better to, I believe, to listen to someone who can speak from experience as opposed to, um, you know, a chapter of a book they purchased. Both are helpful, but there's nothing like experience. Uh, so my um, learning has been, I first want to consider for myself and for others, the story I'm creating. Like for example, now I'm creating a story about you, you're creating a story about me, we're creating a story for your audience about what this conversation is supposed to generate. So, you know, each day we write a script, we write a script for ourselves, we write a script for other people, and we create that scene and pretty much we get what we've written. And it's the recognition of we write those scripts and there's a chance to be responsible for them. Second, I'd say in the area of responsibility, one of the hardest life lessons, my own, if nobody else's, is to take 100% responsibility for all that happens in my life. And while I might not be responsible for it, for example, I can't be responsible for the coronavirus, but I can be responsible to it. I can be responsible to my colleagues, to my organization, to my friends, to my family, to help them through, no matter what's going on outside the conditions of the game. 
Last two points I'd, I'd suggest, and there's longer, but respect to the amount of time we have, uh, I'd say uh, the most powerful thing that I have learned and been reminded of is the model of integrity. That model of integrity, Christopher, is who you are is your word, nothing more, nothing less. And where we tend to um, have some of the most powerful lessons to learn is recognizing how frequently, most likely unintentionally break our word to somebody else and to ourselves and to take a hard look at that and the implications of that in our lives. Then the final piece is listening. I, I think listening is an art. I think it's a skill. I think it's a quest. Uh, and if I had more time to spend with you and had the good fortune to listen, uh, I would learn a lot because I don't have enough to go on. I know what I know, but I don't know what you know. So I'd learn a lot just by listening. That's great. Thank you for so succinctly sharing with us about your knowledge and your experience and your, your, your wisdom. James, how can our guests learn more about you and learn about your books? They can come over for a barbecue, <laughs> but I would have to get approval. <laughs> so uh, website for me, and you and I went through practicing the name game, James, right? Simple enough. Last name is Mick Partland, M-C, capital P-A-R-T, L-A-N-D. So the website is jamesmcpartland.com. All types of resources there, videos, articles, book information, uh, or people can write in and ask some questions. This time in particularly, Christopher's, I think, is the time to give back, to pay forward. And so if somebody reaches out, we'll do what we can to help. Great, James. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. Thanks. Have a great day. Christopher, you're doing great work, man. Thank you.